calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. <laughs> You're sneaky today. Sneaky like a snake. I'm you got a that sneaky, sassy. Laugh. Sneaky, yeah. sassy today. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> you sound like Halloween. Happy birthday. Oh, this will be coming out on my birthday. Yeah. Thank you. I am 22. And um, a bit. <laughs> Plus 10 years. Plus 10 years. Anyway. Hi, I'm Kate. Hi. Hi, I'm Chantel. And the, we are Book Club Babes. <laughs> I love that, you weirdo. <laughs> I'm all I'm all strung up on um like three teas and a can of Diet Coke. So I'm a little, I'm a little silly tonight. Nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just got that water. Mm. Mm, <laughs> I had a responsible choices. No, I had a pumpkin spice latte today. Mm, yum. Yeah, it was real good. It was super good. That's fall for you, baby. I, That's um, fall. Well, today you had to, it was gross fall day. Oh no, it was a beautiful fall day. What? It was gray here all day. I know, but it was nice and cool. Sweater weather. I wore a sweater all day. But it was, I understand it in that sense, but I like this temperature plus sun. That's my ideal. Nah. 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 Well, nah. I'm just grateful to not be like sweating, sweating my true, face true. off. I'm it got happy. real ridiculous. Yeah. My armpits were leaking, like literally. Ew. Ew. And like, you know, when like your upper lip starts to mm-hmm. sweat, that's mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. Yep. That too is much. Too, too much. much. Yeah. What are you reading right now? Ah, yes. Well, <laughs> those things I'm, that you do. What? I'm in a bit of a rut. A oh, reading rut. rut. Oh, reading Rainbow Rut. Yeah. So I finished up The Scent Keeper, which it was a good book. And I like read through the end of it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But I started like two other books and they just weren't for me. And I put them oh. down. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. I I really love this new version of you. Yeah, it was surprising, but now I'm on to If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. It's about like these people who are in um, an arts college, I guess. They're like, I guess, theater majors or something like that. Um, and something happens in their final year. I haven't gotten that far into the book just based on the synopsis. And then it's like, somebody ends up going to jail. So there's some (gasps) Is it a physical book? Do you own this book? Yes. It's a physical, physical book. I I haven't read one of those 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? What are you reading other than not a physical book? I'm still reading The 100 Years of Lenny and Margot, and it's so cute so far. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I realized that I think that the writer, she actually is Swedish. Remember how oh, I was okay, comparing yeah. it to Frederick Bach- Backman? Bach- what is it? Backman? Back- Frederick Backman. <laughs> I will never get his last name right. Remember how I was comparing it to him, though? Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense because it's been translated from Swedish, like his books. Oh, so maybe it's just like a Swedish way of writing. That's so Swedish. Ge- way. I'm generalizing yeah. that a yeah. lot. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's just it's got a really nice writing style, and I'm excited for to read the end. But I know I'm gonna cry real, real, real big, real big tears. <laughs> Just a big, massive tear falls down your face. <laughs> yeah, just one. <laughs> I know it's gonna be. It's good though. Would recommend so far. I'm okay. Okay. It does sound like a cute, that. cute little book. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so they're just the they're just like explaining their lives to each other right now, which is cute. It's nice. I like when books do that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That sounds yeah. lovely. Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got, really, honestly. And then this book, which is a page turner. This book is a real page turner. Yeah, I wanted to read all of the pages. Yeah, it is really good once we got into it. Well, once I got into it, I was like... Oh, did you struggle uh, in the beginning? No, I didn't struggle. It was just like even just picking up the book. I was like... Oh, "Oh, because of your rut. My little rut. rut. It's like a consumption rut. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Maybe this will help me get over it. Yes. Sometimes you just need a good book. Mm -hmm. Shauna, Shauna texted me today and she said that she, she listened to this book on audio and that she finished it in two days. She loved it so much, or I don't know if she loved it or if it was just super easy to consume. Consume. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Like a page turner, but she did audio. I know that. So an ear turner. Yeah, an ear turner. <laughs> That's weird. Ears are gross. Ears are so gross. Anyway, okay. what do you think? Should we talk about this book? <laughs> Let's talk about this book. Okay. So we're okay. reading Not a Happy Family by mm-hmm. Shari, or is it Sherry? Probably Shari. Sherry. Sherry. Okay. Sherry. Lapina, whichever. Mm-hmm. Um, Lapina. And let's talk about it. Yeah. Oh, and we're we're discussing chapters one to fourteen. Yeah. One four, yeah. not sixteen. As not I sixteen. <laughs> Reader a header. Mm-hmm. She I thought didn't it was- mean to. 
Mm. I literally thought it was 16. I even got to chapter 14 and was like, oh, two more chapters and I'm done. Sure. Could have stopped. Could have stopped. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I'm just giving you a hard time. All right. Okay. I didn't do it on on purpose this time. Well, if I did it on purpose, I wouldn't have read so much. (laughs) (laughs) You would have just read the the whole book. You would have been like, oh, I just got to read the whole thing. Actually, Chantal, I just read the whole book. I honestly couldn't. I couldn't read the whole book and pretend that I hadn't or read the whole book and then know what to talk about each week. Cause I would be like, yeah, but we already know. And you'd be like, no, we Um, don't. No, we don't. Okay. Spoiler. Okay. 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 Take us away. Take it away, Chantal. Wow. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. First of all, we start off and they're set in the scene, set in expensive the scene, houses, um, the set in a town called Brecken Hill, which is, an which en- I wrote down a, oh, go ahead. It's an enclave of Islesford in the I Hudson Valley. Quote. Mm-hmm. The quote is it's like the Hamptons, but slightly less pretentious, which I thought was okay. quite funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem that way once we get into their lives. No, not at all. <laughs> Anyways, so it starts off the bat that it's 4 p.m. on Easter Sunday. Monday. At the, Monday, sorry. And we're at the Mertens house, Fred and Sheila's. Yes. Yes. And there's blood everywhere. There's blood everywhere. Sheila is strangled. Dead. Dead. <laughs> Dead. And Fred R-I-P. is in the kitchen, stabbed a lot in his throat. Dead. He slashed. He, R-I-P. he gone. No, not so that's R-I-P how it, for him. Oh, yeah. No, he, he sounds like a dick. Yeah. Um, so that's how the book starts off. <laughs> and did it's, you notice that they're they talk like a lot throughout these chapters of the smell of blood like there yeah. must have been a shit ton of blood mm-hmm. and they talk about flies and bleh. the turkey vultures circling yeah. the house yeah Oof. yeah yeah well, i'd never heard of that before but i liked mm-hmm. it i liked it it was creepy <laughs> the visual the visual of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so yeah uh, it's a murder yeah, scene start off got our attention just a quick little murder immediately, NBD. I think we that start- we also find out, though, that it was Irina, the oh, cleaning yes. lady who found them. 
I think that okay. we find that out then too, right? I've got a note oh. there. Okay. So yeah, she, Irina sense. is the cleaning lady and she's been with them for 30 years. And so she finds Fred and Sheila and she's obviously like, what the fuck? So 24 hours earlier, we meet Dan Merton and his wife, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting ready to go to Easter dinner at their parents or at Dan's, at Dan's parents. parents. Yes. Um, and they really don't love the idea of going to dinner. Um, it doesn't really they, seem like any of them do no, any of the kids other than maybe Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. I think she likes the idea of dinner. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, they're, uh, Dan and Lisa have been married for four years. They seem happy other than the fact that they've been having some financial struggles and Lisa asks Dan if he's going to ask his father for money at dinner. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Kath? Hello. Do you want to talk? Do you want? <laughs> it's weird not being able to see I know. for like the visual cues. I know. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Catherine? <laughs> oh my God. That was funny. All right. So yeah, so we meet Dan and we meet his wife, Lisa, and then we find out that Dan has two sisters and their names are Jenna and Catherine. So Catherine is the oldest and favorite child. It seems like everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. So, and it kind of seems like she's the favorite because she did like the path that her parents would expect, like her parents, their parents are hella wealthy like they're just like classic rich people like classic rich white people it seems like um so she became a doctor she's a dermatologist but like I guess a doctor still um and she's got her shit together she's Mm -hmm. got like a husband Ted who is a dentist and they're also living like a pretty good life so that's great um we also find out that Jenna is a bit of a wild card which we obviously the next chapter is about her. Um, and then Catherine's husband, Ted, doesn't really like going to Catherine's parents' house, um, which seems like any normal person would probably be uncomfortable, like with the idea of thinking of having to go over there because it seems sort of like it's not really like a family dinner. It's more of like a production. Like it's Mm -hmm. like a whole thing. And I know I personally would dread that. So yeah, no shit, Ted. I don't blame you. Mm -hmm. But like we kind of said earlier, Catherine sort of enjoys it a little bit ish. Yeah. She likes the feeling of, um, feeling privileged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She likes the like whole display of it all. Yes. She likes that, which I think is what Ted dreads exactly yeah for sure so and like I feel like Ted is removed from the situation and he can maybe see like well as we go on like more of what a quote-unquote normal maybe family dynamic is right totally totally yeah and Um, I'm sure Catherine has probably shared with Ted like oh yeah shit that's gone down so Mm -hmm. I mean you know when like you know when when you were younger, if you were like going through a rough spot with your boyfriend, you wouldn't want to tell your friend because then you knew your friend was going to like hate 
your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Right, I feel like yeah. it's kind of like that sort of situation where Catherine's told Ted like shit on her parents. And so he's kind of like, yeah, they're not great, but she can't yeah. really like take that back. So now mm-hmm. he's just like, I don't really want to go over there, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> we meet Jenna mm-hmm. and she's the youngest and she doesn't want to go either. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's meeting a, or she's not meeting, she's bringing a new-ish, a new boyfriend who she met like two weeks ago to dinner. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel it's, really, I feel really bad for him. His name's Jake. Yeah, but it, but she's totally just bringing him to like shock her parents. Yeah, and like maybe act as like a buffer for somebody into her own world, like somebody who is yeah. on the same level as her maybe. Like, mm-hmm. anyways. That's true, that's true. Like a ally at yes, the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she really doesn't want to go. She's like feeling worked up. Jake, um, convinces her to relax and smoke a joint. So they get stoned before they head over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like, seems like that would be the epitome of pissing off her parents. Yes. If they knew. Yeah, exactly. Which they, I think they do smell it on her after, but anyways, um, and then we jump over to another character who seems to be outside of the family. Her mm-hmm. name is Rose Cutter. Mm-hmm. And, and she's in some sort of mess that's like all consuming in her life. She's like hardly right. eating, sleeping. She seems paranoid, worried, anxious. Um, and she's headed over to her mother's house, Ellen mm-hmm. Cutter. And um, her aunt Barb is there at this house. I have an aunt Barb. Hi, aunt Barb. Hi. <laughs> and, um, they're both worrying and fussing over Rose and, but aunt Barbara kind of then obviously can maybe sense that she doesn't want to talk about what's going on. So aunt Barb kind of just goes, yeah, no, she's fine. She must just be tired work, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that Rose is an attorney with her own practice, but mm-hmm. I'm still like, who is Rose and what did she do? Yeah. Who is she? Like, yeah. what's, what's the deal there? Mm-hmm. So they're kind of just like her and mom and aunt Barb are kind of trying to just be like yeah that must be it she's just busy with work yeah like everything's normal but Mm -hmm. it's very clear that something is not normal Mm -hmm. yeah and then we meet Audrey's um, I don't know Audrey's Stanick yeah how would you say that yeah Stanick we meet Stanick sure then we meet Audrey Stanick and she is Fred's sister she is sick and fed, um, not feeling well. And so she's not going to be able to make it to the Easter Sunday dinner. Um, but I've just got this note here. She's expecting a significant windfall where someone has to die. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. I so was, like, yeah. like, um, what? Suspect. Yeah, yeah. That seems suspect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And right off the bat, I don't like her. Like, I'm not no. really sure I like any of these characters, except for I think that I like Irina. Um, I have a hard time with everybody. You have a hard time with everybody? It's like, it's like almost like Ace of Spades. It's like, I can't yeah. trust anybody. I have trust I issues. Know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. 
Um, but I really don't like Audrey. She seems mm-hmm. like a filthy, yeah, filthy scamming woman. Especially as we get up further along. Oh my god! I know, I know. Okay, okay. She seems like her and her brother would be a good match. <laughs> yes, it right. They're cut from the same cloth. That's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've kind of met most of the players until a little bit later here we flip I guess it's not it's not really perspectives well it kind of bounces all over the place to different perspectives and then Mm -hmm. like outside perspectives Mm -hmm. on different people which is kind of interesting writing style but we learn that Catherine really wants her parents house and everything Mm -hmm. that's in it Mm -hmm. um and she's, she's kind of kind just of, expecting it too yes she's expecting like it every, and then, and, but everyone else is too like mm-hmm. all the kids are like oh yeah Catherine will get the house exactly and she's like on their way to dinner she's kind of fascinated or uh, fantasizing about the house and how like well one day it'll be our mine and Ted's and blah mm-hmm. blah blah mm-hmm. um they get there and they're the first ones to arrive and that's also seems very um by the book for them as well mm-hmm. and very mm-hmm. predictable um but Sheila mentions to Catherine that she wants to tell some tell her something um before anybody arrives and her dad comes downstairs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then everyone yeah. arrives <laughs> yeah and then everybody starts showing up <laughs> yeah. um, everything's like seems so formal too like oh I'll get the champagne and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and mm-hmm. it's just so formal and awkward it doesn't feel like a family gathering at all it seems so cold to me yes totally that's what I mean like it's like a production like this is just what we do it's a holiday like we'll all get together and nobody wants to be there Mm -hmm. exactly we also learned that this like kind of hurt my heart we also learned that Mm -hmm. Jenna is a sculptor but her parents won't display her work like that just seems so sad <laughs> yeah they're saying that she's actually really talented too it's not like um she's an artist yeah, it's not like, or whatever like Plato or whatever exactly yeah. and they're saying like um Catherine and Dan are kind of telling like from their perspective saying like um she's actually really talented at it like she could make a go of it if she really like um put her mind to it kind of thing mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm her parents it's too crude for her parents yeah which is so sad for her so like no wonder she's such a rebel you know what I mean like she can't do anything that will please her parents so why even try like just do the opposite fuck it exactly yeah exactly and then Fred her dad is very clearly not impressed with um Jake who is Jenna's date so Mm -hmm. whatever but that's it those were her intentions so she's probably like sleep (laughs) yeah yeah Look who I brought into your home. Yeah. (laughs) This leather jacket wearing guy. Yeah. What do you think? Um, We find out a little bit more juicy details here. Um, This was fucked too. Yeah. It turns out that Dan was supposed to take over the family business and he worked Uh his ass off to get it too. And then his dad, Fred just sells it from under him and yeah it leaves and later Dan on unemployed 
Yeah. Later on too. Doesn't he actually say to Dan, like, I would, I would rather have sold my business than like watch you tank it or whatever. Yeah. Like that is yeah. so fucked. <laughs> yeah. And I think so even, fucked. yeah, later on, Catherine was reflecting it on things and kind of like referred it to like her dad dangled the carrots. He got to them almost like every time totally. he put his whole life into it, worked hard at it. And then he'd like take them away. Totally. Totally. Like it's like a twisted game. Yeah, exactly. Instead of these are your children, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're fucking up their lives. They yeah. are traumatized. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why Dan and Lisa are having financial struggles right now. Mm-hmm. Cause he lost his job because his dad yes. took it away from him. <laughs> cool. And yeah, he's lost pretty much everything he's worked for. Blah, and he blah, also blah. made a bad investment. Yeah. Oops. Well, it doesn't sound like a bad investment. It was just like he was thinking too far ahead in the future and mm-hmm. not like he I feel like the idea of losing his job wasn't even something that he could fathom. So exactly. He he put money into um, an investment that he wouldn't see until years later, which mm-hmm. is smart if you think that you have a steady income. Like, mm-hmm. why not do something like that and let your money grow? But the steady income abruptly ended and now he's like fuck all my money is stuck away yeah oh that would be awful that would be so shitty because you're like I I know I've got money (laughs) I just can't can't touch it Dan so Dan asked this was also yeah 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 yeah. Dan asks no Dan asks to speak to his father after dinner in his study because he does not want to ask his dad you can tell that it takes a lot for him to like work up to this so he's like hey dad um, can we meet after dinner in your study? I want to talk to you or whatever. And his dad just humiliates him in front of the other, I guess they're standing with the other men. So like Ted yeah. and Jake and, um, that would be it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he just humiliates him. And he's like, this is a direct quote of what his father said. You need money. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so that's so, oh, it's so rude. Yeah. Like it's so rude. Sucks. He really, really sucks. Like he's just a bad father. I understand like saying no as a parent to your child. Like I totally respect that if you have like an actual valid reason, but to like mock your child in that Mm -hmm. way in front of other people is just really low. Like Mm -hmm. that's not cool. That's not good parenting in my opinion. No, 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 no. That's awful. So yeah. Hello, Irina. Oh, hello. Um, she, like Caitlin had said earlier, she's been with the family for 30 years. Um, I feel like she's like a little fly on the wall, almost mm-hmm. like unexpected, unas- unassuming, but mm-hmm. she knows all essentially. She can tell mm-hmm. the vibe from everybody. Um, and she can see that Sheila is clearly worried about yes. something. And yes. Irina even noticed the anti-anxiety medication in mm-hmm. her uh, medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. And it also seems like Irina's the only one who really worries, is worried about the children mm-hmm. um, as well. So it's true. And it's weird. Later on, it talks about how, who was it that couldn't quite understand it? Was it Lisa? Like looking in, it was someone looking in where it's like, they all say that Irina is part of the family, but she was very clearly like treated like the help, like they couldn't understand 
it but when you see how she interacts with the children and I think in one of Catherine's perspective we do learn that Irina was essentially their mother or really the only um adult figure in their life that showed affection because her, her mother and like their mother and their father used it to their advantage not as like a legitimate thing <laughs> exactly yeah which is so fucked up yeah like why even have kids why exactly I don't know I don't understand just don't like that. and then you'd yes. have more money like mm-hmm. just don't do it instead you bring three humans into the world and you fuck them all up cool yeah exactly cool cool congratulations cool, cool. yeah cool 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 I'm getting angry about a fictional character this book must be good <laughs> I just hate a traumatic tra- childhood. It's so sad. I know it is. It is. Okay. Tell um, us about and Dan, Dan, oh. well, Dan is angry. Like Arena can tell that Dan is like mm-hmm. angry. He's super mm-hmm. pissed. So Fred they're So they're eating, they're doing dinner or whatever. And Fred decides, I guess he's like making an announcement or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he says that they've decided that they are selling the house. And Catherine is very clearly upset about this. Um, and then her and her dad have like a small little argument or whatever. And then, and then this seems like he's, his dad, the dad has like gotten the fuel to his fire. So he's just going to start taking it out on fucking everyone. So then he turns on Jenna saying that she's a disappointment. And this part really upset me because then he turns on Catherine again asking mm-hmm. where his grandsons mm-hmm. grandsons are mm-hmm. which is so rude like so rude and so we also rude. find out that they're trying like Ted mm-hmm. and Catherine are trying but she's having a hard time conceiving yeah or um like there it's just not happening I don't know yeah. if it's her like it might be whatever it's just not working yeah. for them and mm-hmm. that would be hard yeah and then that's when he says he had to sell the business so Dan wouldn't run it to the ground. Mm-hmm. And after, like, Ted, who seems kind of normal, he's like, mm, we got to go. So he tells Catherine yeah. that they're leaving. They're like, yeah, yeah we got to go. And we also see that Sheila, the mother, doesn't say anything to Fred, like, just lets him go on this awful tangent, ruining Easter dinner, like, mm-hmm. 100%. And then everyone's like, fuck this. We're all leaving. And Irina even leaves, which later on we learn is kind of symbolic in the way that Irina was very much taking the children's side without actively saying like, you're wrong. I'm taking the children's side because I think she was probably supposed to stay and clean up. Yeah, likely for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But she left. So she's like, yeah. So everyone leaves. But then Jana turns back. She's going to face her dad. She's going to face her dad yeah um I just hated how he just like kept twisting the knife on them all like I know I guess I, that's funny I really, that I, uh, hey I didn't mean it that way but anyways hey no I fully agree but I can see that volatile personality oh, yeah. like I have got mm-hmm. experience with a person who's like that mm-hmm. and it's just like they get so much joy from putting these people down like it's like it's like they're getting power and you can just see them inflating with how how like great they feel 
making other people feel like absolute shit and it's so fucked like it's so messed up yeah all right all right so everybody's home Mm -hmm. and um Dan and Lisa are trying to like settle down for the evening and she's trying Mm -hmm. to like help him um, but he just doesn't want help he's clearly like depressed and having a hard time Um, and and super like irritated and angry yeah 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 and what he does I guess um, when he needs to calm down is that he goes for a drive at night Mm -hmm. Lisa tries to ask him, Oh, why don't we go to for a walk together? She really is trying. And he's just like, Nope. And goes for a drive, but he turns his phone off. Dun, dun, dun. That about. So Lisa's obviously worried enough that she does something that she doesn't usually do and that she snoops in his office Mm -hmm. and she's worried that Dan is lying to her. Mm Mm-hmm. So Lisa's super worried about Dan. She goes into his office. She's like kind of struggling with how he doesn't seem to be finding any work because this is like the main problem with their, not their relationship, but this is like the main issue that they're facing right now is that he doesn't have Mm -hmm. a job. And I think that it also mentions maybe later on about how Dan doesn't want Lisa to be working um, because he grew up with like this rich dad and that's just like the fucked up dynamic that goes on so it's like Lisa I'm sure Lisa probably feels like she can't help like she's kind Mm of useless in this situation in a sense because what what you would like if you or I were in that kind of situation we would just go and get a job and support you know what I mean but like it's not an option it doesn't seem so Mm -hmm. she goes she decides to go into his office and she sees his day planner out on his desk so she starts looking through it Um, And she sees that it's like pretty much empty. Like there's nothing scheduled and Mm -hmm. she finds it odd because she remembers him leaving at least twice for interviews, like all dressed up in his nice suit and going out somewhere. Um, And it kind of just like, she kind of is just, I think that's kind of just like a hmm thing. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. what? That's weird. And it is weird because what's he doing? Mm-hmm. what's she doing exactly you know yeah what are you up so to then Ka- what are you up to so then Catherine and ted binge on netflix hell yeah that mm-hmm. is exactly what i would want to do mm-hmm. and Catherine is Catherine's pulling a chantel and she wants to know what terrell wanted to tell <laughs> <laughs> she wants what to know you- what her mom wanted to tell her she's like gotta know and mm-hmm. she's, she's, Ted knows that she gets kind of obsessive about mm-hmm. things sometimes. Like she can't, it's the only thing that's in her mind. She can't drop it until she like figures it out, which I used to be like that. I think a lot more than I am now, but it's just ruminating, right? Like yeah. just being obsessed with something. Yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. be like, there definitely something wrong. Might as well spiral yeah, she's this dying. out of Something's happening. Yeah, yeah totally. A hundred percent. Thank you to my medication. And now I feel better and I don't do that <laughs> as often. Maybe that's why friggin' the mom, Sheila, was on anti-anxiety meds. Okay. True. Anyway, so Catherine tries to call her mom and she doesn't get an answer. So she's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go over and talk to her instead. Mm-hmm. cool goodbye but ted notices that she leaves her cell phone 
on the little key thing by the door. What are those? What is up with these kids? Console table. Console table. The you know like the little table by the door. (laughs) She, anyways, Ted (laughs) notices that he let she left her cell phone. Ooh, on the console table. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Then who do we meet? Tell us. Then we meet detective reyes and bar yeast reyes is an older guy two kids and Mm -hmm. a wife Mm -hmm. sounds like the typical detective Mm -hmm. bar is his partner she's a woman in her 30s sounds like you or me they are on scene and they're checking things things out out. Mm -hmm. um they are decide that they need to interview obviously need to interview Irina since she was the one who found Sheila and Fred mm-hmm. um, and she's still there I think and yes yeah she's still there oh, yeah. in the she's police gone. car and she takes them through the house and at surface level it's looking like a robbery but because um, Irina is pointing out that there are things missing mm-hmm. like silver silver and jewelry um, but no one seemed to like really touch any of the expensive paintings, though maybe mm-hmm. a robber wouldn't know. But there, it seems a bit um, off. But also the fact that Fred's murder was so brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can tell that he was like the main victim, and that it was overkill. Mm-hmm. Also, exactly. something, some a quote that I wrote down: Sheila probably knew her her who one more time Sheila probably knew who her killer was but she's not going to be able to tell anyone and I wrote this down because I honestly think of this so much like I think about when I'm listening to like a cold case podcast or whatever I'm just like fuck I wish the the victim could tell us like I know right (laughs) oh oh like I I hate it I hate it so much So it was interesting to like read my world in this book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yes, it's so true. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously Irina is quite shaken. Like Mm -hmm. she's, she's upset. Yes. Um, Reyes and Barr um, head over to Catherine's office to tell her that her parents have been murdered. Um, They, they seem or she seems shocked to them. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. It seemed like a normal reaction to what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they leave, but Catherine leaves a little, little uh, cliffhanger. And she says that she hopes she didn't come across the, or she hopes she didn't give herself away because she was lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she told the police she mm. had no contact with her parents mm-hmm. after dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Sorry, yeah. sorry, what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Jenna is awoken by Catherine's phone call, which mm-hmm. would just suck. Like, yeah, frick, it would yeah. just suck. It, it would suck, suck, but it doesn't really seem like they think that. <laughs> no, and like we don't know who the murderer is, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's that. whether you like the person or not, it's like a garbage way to wake up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True, true. <laughs> With bad news. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe Jenna killed them. Who knows? Maybe. I don't think she did, but I don't know who did. Who's who's Rose Cutter? Who is she? Mm-hmm. Why can't she sleep at mm-hmm. night? <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So 
they decide to meet at Dan and Lisa's Mm -hmm. and Catherine shows up, but apparently Dan and Lisa didn't get all the details when they were told by another set of detectives, not right. um, Reyes and bars bar. Um, But then Dan makes a comment saying like, well, we're free of him. And Catherine's like, keep that to yourself. I know she's like, we're all thinking of it, but like, you need to check yourself. You can't say that to detectives. Mm -hmm. Um, Catherine or Dan starts to like kind of spiral almost because Catherine's saying she doesn't know what to do. And if Catherine doesn't know what to do, then how will they manage Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. Catherine's guidance? Mm -hmm. Which I guess kind of paints the picture of maybe how they were raised. Maybe Catherine, as she got older, took more of a like parenting parenting role or more of a authority role or something for them like responsibility I mean I Mm -hmm. feel like being the eldest too it either comes they either come out like hella responsible or like not at all (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. she took the hella responsible route yeah and Ted is looking around the room. He's trying to get a read on the weird vibe because there's yeah. obviously a very weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's thinking about how great the money's going to be. Everybody's thinking about the money, but nobody except for nobody's actually saying those those words. Exactly. Um, and Ted, we also find out that Ted's an only child, so he doesn't really understand the dynamic of the siblings is mm-hmm. what was what they what Catherine kind of thinks. But I feel like it's also just fucked up. I think it's yeah it's just kind of <laughs> fucked it, I don't think and it's Ted's thinking I no, think no, Ted no, is, no 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 yeah. no yeah. yeah and then Catherine told Ted Catherine had told Ted that she spoke to her mother that night and her mother wanted and and what her mother wanted to tell her was that she wanted Catherine to intervene between her dad and Jenna because her dad wanted to cut off Jenna's allowance but her mom didn't want her dad to do that because she didn't want Jenna moving home. <laughs> Don't know about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Dan be being suspicious. Like- Don't yeah. be suspicious. Dan's being suspicious. He's like mm-hmm. straight up being like, "Well, oh, why do they need to talk to me? I didn't do it." Blah blah blah. I know. He's everybody's like, like he seems like jittery and like mm, I, yeah. don't I don't know I don't know what's yeah. going on I don't know parents were murdered whatever we get money yeah um Lisa and Dan are both like cha-ching yes, yeah exactly financial problems yeah. yeah which I kind uh, of understand in a way like if you were really really struggling financially and something mm-hmm. like this happened it you would feel relieved yeah. albeit probably I mean, in a different situation, maybe upset as well. Like yeah. you can feel those two things at the same time. Yeah, but of course. Dan's just also pretty sketchy. Yeah. So then Audrey enters again. The worst. Um, she's driving to the store and she hears on the radio that someone was murdered in Brecken Hill. Brecken Hill. <clears throat> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, on her way home she tries to call um, Fred he doesn't answer she doesn't really think it's that strange but she stops in anyways but then she sees that it was obviously Fred and Sheila that were murdered Mm -hmm. Um, and this reaction seems genuine to me at least 
but then like there's so many like flips and flops and it's like who's like if is your train of thought even true I don't I know. know I know but then she's like well I guess I better head over to Catherine and or Dan's and see them because they're not gonna contact me so obviously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the kids don't like her no and you, we find that out later yeah like, it seems like they just don't have a relationship which no yikes and so yeah and so Audrey's thinking about her windfall again mm-hmm. um and then back to the murder house mm-hmm. they think that they found the murder weapon it looks like a knife from the butcher block was cleaned and put back um and they also suspect that the knife sat for a day or so beside the body before it was picked up and put back I'm guessing there's an impression on the Mm -hmm. floor Mm -hmm. um and they are remembering how the cleaning lady's footprints went to the sink so they're kind of like Hmm. Irina, did she pick up that knife and give it a good little wash and put it back in its home? Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Which is, which is, I am, I mean, hmm. if she knew that the kids did this and wanted to protect them, don't you think that she would have cleaned it up earlier? Yeah. Or better? Would, yeah. You would think if she was, unless like she got there and genuinely was shocked that and wasn't in on it or anything and was genuinely shocked. And then when she got there was like, Oh fuck. Like obviously one of the kids did this cause they're so pissed off and she picks up the knife and she's trying to protect them like inadvertently. Kind right. Of and just like, that's what she did in like a rush or whatever. In like a shocked almost state. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know though. Like you'd think that she would, notice her bloody footprints on the floor and feel exactly. inclined to like clean those up as well or notice the imprint and like, she doesn't sound like she's an idiot and she's also the cleaning lady like it's her job mm-hmm. to notice when things are out of place yeah that's why I, don't I was know, kind it of, just it's yeah. suspect that's yeah. why I was kind of thinking it was maybe like a protective like almost knee-jerk reaction being like mm-hmm. fuck oh I gotta clean this up it was probably yeah. Dan or somebody I don't know right but also we don't know if it actually was her it could have been the murderer it could have been Catherine like what if Dan killed the parents and then Catherine shows up and sees what happened and she's like oh fuck I gotta cleans the knife who knows who knows because that would be Um, like a responsible eldest mm -hmm. true 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 um it leaves though Reyes and Barr trying to figure out the family dynamic like they're trying to piece it all together yeah I don't even think they understand it no no not at all um and then we are back with um Jenna and she's pretty much stoked to be rich 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 yeah she's stoked she's stoked to be rich and she's wondering how long it's going to take before she gets the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but she tells Jake not to tell anybody what happened after dinner. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But they stayed a little later. Because mm-hmm. everybody thinks that she left. They left right behind everybody else. Right. So everybody's got a little secret. Yeah. And Jenna, we also find out that Jenna thinks of Dan as the weakest, both emotionally and mentally. So that's cool. 
Um, and there's also a quote here. People think there's no harm in Catherine, but Jenna knows better. So want to know what's going on there. Obviously there's a weird dynamic. Something has probably happened. Mm -hmm. Um, like maybe Catherine is more like her father than she wants anyone to believe. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We also find out that their mother never stood up to their father for the children and that all of the children resented her for it, which sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely there would be a resentment there, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Audrey... Oh, I guess Jenna, oh, Jenna, Jenna walks in and Audrey's already there. Yeah. And that kind of, that's just what's happening Jenna right yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. And Audrey was just telling the kids that their dad changed his will before he died. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Cool. So Audrey doesn't consider the kids family. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds like that's mutual though. Mutual, mutual. <laughs> mutual mutual <laughs> yep sounds like it's like that um <laughs> she tells them that fred said half the estate would go to her and the rest to the kids so that would essentially uh, cut their what? inheritance by a lot a lot uh, by math yeah. <laughs> Because they were all thinking that it was going to be split evenly between the three of them. Not even Audrey wasn't even in the picture. Yeah. It's interesting that they didn't even consider Irina as some part of some kind of a split. True. Unless Unless maybe they thought they would have just given her some of her, their inheritance. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say? Unless what? Unless it's a plan of all four of them. And they were going to, the three of them were going to get their inheritance inheritance. And then they were all going to give Irina some. All right. All right. All right. Anyways, I don't know if Irina would be in on the plan though. Don't you think that if this was like a premeditated murder, there would not be so many loose ends like Catherine having to tell Ted not to mention anything and Jenna having to tell Jake not to mention anything because if they had pre-planned this, that they wouldn't that wouldn't be a thing like they would already know what they're going to say to the police and blah 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 unless they felt like they didn't want to involve more people that needed then needed to be involved i don't know i don't know anyways it's just a it's just a speculation um i don't know audrey's like essentially rubbing it in Mm -hmm. and she's saying it with a smile on her face Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but then she leaves and she's then starting to think like she's a bit worried. Yeah. Know, for and, herself. But also like, uh, but also, yeah, because Audrey knows how cruel Fred could be. Mm-hmm. And it also, I've also got uh, yeah. a little quote here because now mm-hmm. Audrey's kind of like, oh shit, like, was it one of the kids that killed them? Mm-hmm. Um, and the quote is the family taint, the streak of psychopathy that runs through the Merton family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. so is fred a murderer do you think fred's a murderer or is maybe Audrey like murderer? their dad yeah i was gonna say like somebody mom? in their life yeah and maybe. that's why fred's such a dick it's just like mm-hmm. he grew up with a shit parent and now he's just a shit parent yeah yeah ew i hate that uh-huh. okay 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 
Rose is back. Cool. She's shaken. Something's going on. We don't know what. Yes. But she's shaken like a bacon. Yeah. <laughs> In a frying Who pan. is she? Who is she? I Ooh, need to know. Who are you? Rose Cutter. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ugh. The detectives are speaking to the neighbors mm-hmm. about if they had seen or heard anything. And an mm-hmm. elderly lady says she saw a black truck with flames down the side in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Right. What's that? Yes. Who that? What is that? Who that? Who who is this? Also, like, if this person is involved in the murder, could you drive something a little more subtle? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Like, it was me. I'm the murderer. Look at all these flames. Yeah. I have flames on my truck. Please. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. was me, but it was not me. You'll never know who I was. Ooh, just like a ghost in the night with flames. (laughs) Wee, wee. Um, all right how does it end how does it end they they invite Irina over because they want to know more details about what's going on at the house yes that yes sounds about right Mm -hmm. yes so she's like you I suggest you um keep your feelings about our father to yourselves and let's Mm -hmm. try to look like a functional family and try not to look (laughs) too happy about the money (laughs) good luck yeah 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 um and then, yeah and then we end with Catherine mm-hmm. realizing and knowing that she still needs to talk to ted when they get home where no one can hear what they say they need a private dun, convo dun, dun. <laughs> they Yikes. need they need a foam lined room yeah <laughs> Egg cartons everywhere. All of them. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What's going who do you happen? think it is? Take a guess. Take a stab. Just make a prediction real quick. Who do you think it was? Um, uh, Dan. I'm going with Rose. Rose Cutter. Rose Cutter. Okay. I don't know. She's okay. sick about something. Something's going on she with her. Is She's sick involved about somehow. I don't know if it was her, but she she knows. She's in on it. Well, I'm thinking that she's there, his lawyer. Fred's lawyer? Uh-huh. Interesting. Because of No, the... they say Walt his the lawyer's name is Walter. Oh wait, oh, that's right. a future yes. thing. Or is that a oh. current thing? Oh. No, they did say that. Yeah, uh, you're right. Maybe she's Audrey's lawyer. Well, she's somebody's lawyer. Maybe she's Audrey's lawyer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I just, I just like that. Well, Dan, like Dan seems like the obvious suspect. I feel like he's getting set up. He's acting super sketchy. The author Mm -hmm. is like very clearly pointing the finger at him. So like, are they doing that intentionally? So there's going to be like a crazy little twisty twist or Mm -hmm. are they doing it so that you don't think that it's him? And then it actually is him. Mm -hmm. Um, like what about Lisa? Hmm. Mm-hmm. He true, mm-hmm. true. Ted. What, a- what about Ted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or that console table. That console table. <laughs> um, uh, or maybe I thought that maybe it was all four of them, including Irina. Like I had said. Okay. Like, okay. It okay. was like, like they all they ended all- up coming back. Mm-hmm. They've all planned it together, and they are all a bit crazy. Like. 
Okay. Um, let's think about this because Jana stayed. So we know that she's already there with the parents. Dan exactly. goes for a drive. For a drive. We mm-hmm. know Catherine's going back. Dan probably what drove by and saw that Jenna and Catherine's cars were there. So he went in. Mm-hmm. So what if Jenna started it, Catherine mm-hmm. walked in on it and like started it, helping it. And then Dan mm-hmm. is so shaken up because he's like, Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. We did this. He know cause he knows that he did it. So that's why he's ask- acting all sketchy, but maybe he wasn't actually the one who did it. Mm-hmm. And then Irina, maybe she went back too. Cause maybe Irina was like, fuck, I got to clean up. Like mm-hmm. I gotta, but then why wouldn't True. she have picked up the knife that night? I don't know. 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 Maybe it's just like, yeah, something that they've all had planned. And even though they didn't tell their spouses, that doesn't really mean, I don't know. I feel like that's something that if you were crazy, you wouldn't tell your spouse. That's very true. That's a very true point. I'm very curious to find out what happened in Fred's family. I think there's a murder in there somewhere. I think there's something going on. That's what, Hey, book club babes. What are your theories? Yeah. Tell Tell us. Please tell us what your theories are. Summer, you're super smart. You might have a good idea. Mm-hmm. And Shauna, uh, well, Shauna already Shauna, knows. I guess you can't tell or say anything because you already know. Yeah, Shauna, don't ruin it. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Make sure everybody wishes Caitlin a happy birthday. No, 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 no. Yes. Too late. All right. All right. <laughs> It's okay. my birthday. It's right. her birthday. I okay. can cry if I want to. <laughs> you can. All right. Are you ready? Let's do yeah. it. Okay. Goodbye. Give it. Give it. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.